Welcome to another episode of the Sunday Punch Podcast. I'd like to start this uh, episode off with a few jokes. A few jokes I heard um, and liked, and uh, we'll see We'll see if the crowd likes them as well. Uh, okay, here we go. Joke one. Uh, when you're single and trying to attract a partner, it's important to project the qualities that you like. Um which I understand, but boy, oh boy, have I had to suck a bunch of dicks lately. <laughs> okay, next joke. Um, you know, there's no reason to cry over spilled milk unless the milk was spilled on your mother's fresh corpse before her funeral. <laughs> I don't want to shoot myself in the foot, but my left big toe is a neo-Nazi. <laughs> now, this is interesting. Studies show that the average high school student will pay $1,000 uh, on prom. On going to prom, $1,000 to go to prom. Or $2,000 if you count the abortion. <laughs> um, how come none of my friends have a dungeon you know, they don't have a dungeon. Like, it'd be cool. Instead, they just have rape dungeons. <laughs> you know, I'm old enough to remember simpler times. Uh, you know, when the worst thing you'd hear on the news was, a hijacked jetliner just flew into building two. <sighs> the only things certain in life are death, taxes, and getting caught whacking off in a Target dressing room. <laughs> you think cat ladies are crazy? Have you ever met a snake lady? <laughs> God, so um, fun fact, Barack Obama is the only president ever to use the N-word as a term of endearment. George Washington wasn't using it that way. Uh, when I was young, uh, I walked in on my parents having sex, and I'll tell you what, that was the most embarrassing half hour of my life. <laughs> and last joke here. To me, perfect sex is like a car wash. You start by lining up and going in slow, and then you end with three Mexican dudes telling you off. <laughs> okay, we're back. And we're back. I just wanted to start off on a good note there um, because, uh, you know, I've been in a little bit of a dark place lately. I, w I was reading about how um, in the Congo, and I was listening to this on the Joe Rogan podcast, which then led me to reading about it. In the Congo, they have families mining cobalt up in the up in the wilderness and they're mining cobalt because cobalt is used in our iPhones and electric vehicles so that they can hold a charge longer and these people are working working quote unquote working slaves they're slaves people and they're uh, given one dollar a day and they're all in these giant refugee camps. And they're all 
dying every single day. Every week, one of the tunnels that they go into collapses, just burying you alive. And they usually have to bring their children with them. So, like, picture, like, a four-year-old inhaling toxic cobalt fumes and then trying to help so he can help his mom make a dollar a day and then they just get crushed so that when I plug in my phone, it you know, I don't have to plug it in twice a day. And when, you know, you buy your Tesla and you're like, I'm green. You're actually a part of one of the most brutal genocides um, in the last hundred years. And they could, they could easily, easily address it. And they don't because like many things in life, it's all about data silos and processes and passing the buck along. And I'm not calling Elon Musk evil or the people that work at Apple evil, but they probably think, well, that's someone else's like, what am I supposed to do? You know, and I guess they're right. You just, at a certain point of success, I think you just have to realize at the bottom of this chain, some horrible shit is happening. Some dark stuff. And I just have to be cool with it. And that's on a greater scale. I don't want to just point at the, you know, the top of the top because it's easy to point at the, you know, 1% one, 1 of the 1% and say, you should be doing more. Anyone that has a business in the United States that outsources uh, any sort of uh, labor for uh, shipment from China is a part of the problem because, uh, you know, there's some reason that you can ship it from China for a lower price. And uh, make a bigger uh, profit margin. You don't want to think about it. You're just like, well, I'm a businessman. I'm a businesswoman. Uh, if America could make it the cheaper, I would buy from America. And I can't compete unless I buy this product, unless I get this labor from China or India or whatnot. But China and India uses slave labor to like, – how do you think it's that cheap? Like why do you think they put nets on the side of Chinese buildings so that people don't kill themselves? They're slaves and no one cares. And that is like child's play compared to this cobalt thing tell you what is mad depressing i'm read i I listened to this whole joe rogan podcast three hours long about this cobalt mining horrendousness but you know what you know what got me through it i got it i was reading about it and then of course it doesn't stop at the three hours with joe rogan of course i gotta read about this stuff which just throws me into a dark spiral 
where I'm like, do I have to decide to be successful or a good person? I think at a certain point you do. That's why all these rich people give so charitably. They're trying to make up for the evilness that they, that they uh, participate in. But something made me happy. It was just, you know, my mom accidentally called me. And I listened in on the accidental call and she was just baby talking her dog or the, the or our dog, the Shih Tzu, the half Shih Tzu, half Yorkie, Mila. And she was just baby talking. She was like, oh, you little monkey. You're a little monkey and I love you. Yes, I do. I love you so much. And she didn't know that I was listening. She wasn't around anyone but the dog. And she was just, it was pure love. And I could picture that little smushed in face looking up and being like, I am loved. And this is my life. And I would love to be that dog where I don't have to worry about a 30-year-old dying in a cobalt mine or a Chinese slave making a Nike shoe. Or Ignorance is bliss, by the way. Stop reading. I've said it a million times. Stop reading. I have to check a message here. Wait, sorry. I don't know what just happened. What in the wild world of sports? Speaking of sports, let's just do a quick, everyone's talked about everything, but I'll tell you what, Kyle Shanahan could be the unluckiest coach of all time. It seems like every year something goes wrong for that guy. Um, I, I think the Eagles would have won anyway, but it would have been nice to see Brock Purdy. It would have been nice to see a fair fight. And, uh, and then the Bengals-Chiefs uh, game. I just thought the Bengals were talking too much trash the whole game. Or not not the whole game. Um, the whole uh, lead-up to the game. A lot of people think that has nothing to do with anything. But why is it always in the press conference afterwards? All of the guys are talking about, oh, it's not Burrowhead. Oh, yeah, shut the hell up to the mayor. <sighs> Mother. Mother of God. Sorry, I'm just getting a uh, message now. Um, okay, moving on from the uh, from the sports world. What else happened? It's in the news. Um, oh yeah, no, let's keep to the sports world. LeBron James was fouled in a Boston Celtics game, and then they went to overtime. His reaction was as if, I mean, it was a 40-year-old throwing a temper tantrum. That's what it was. I just don't, like, this guy just gets a slide on everything. He's so annoying. Look, he might be the best basketball player of all time. I'm even willing to say he might be. But how can you like the guy? He's so annoying. How can you be like, oh, I cannot wait to watch this guy? There's so many better players to what, like, just like personality-wise to watch that you don't like think, what a fake loser. 
Joel Embiid, Giannis, Jason Tatum. I mean, Luca. He's kind of annoying, but he he just complains to the refs. He's actually kind of a cool guy off the court. LeBron, geez, Louise, man, like it was hilarious to watch him react that way to a regular season game in January, as if it was Game Six of the NBA Finals and they had a chance to win. All right, let's do a new seg- segment. It's called What's on Twitter Right Now. Lamar Jackson, okay. He's my favorite person of all time, the guy that didn't show up to the game. He always posts these, like, weird... Like, he follows, like... He follows, like, the lowest dregs of society, and he's always posting about, like, some crackhead getting punched in the face that's what I'm, I'm not making this up he just posted he posted this last night a crackhead got punched in the face at walgreens oh my god this is violent i feel like i'm watching a batman movie right now there's too much there's too sensory overload I think. You can watch a crackhead get punched in the face. You could be eight years old watching a porno video. You know, one of the rising... um, One of the... Let's call it an epidemic. Uh, ED, erectile dysfunction in younger people, is off the charts. Whatever happened to just getting bored with uh, women and sex the normal way when you're 33 and you've seen everything in real life and you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. I don't know how married people do it. I mean, at least I get some switch up. And you just become so desensitized to everything. That's why all these rich people, they like, they always get caught in these like weird sex scandals. Because they, you know, at a certain point, you just got to start trying some new shit, you know. But like the epidemic I was talking to about, it's like, you know, an eight-year-old can watch a crackhead get punched in the face in one, like one second. And then um, watch one of the most horrendous pornography videos in another second um they can go on instagram and their entire algorithm is just porn stars doing interviews on podcasts no wonder by the time they're 15 some girl's like hey you want to kiss and he's like i've you know what my mind the warped mind is doing Uh, in other news, Tom Brady also retired. What's on Twitter right now is this section is the uh, segment. Tom Brady has retired for the second time, which I found surprising. <laughs> I like I found it surprising that that you know 
40 something year old retired from one of the most violent games of all time. I really thought he was going to go to like San Francisco though. There's a perfect opportunity. Brock Purdy's out for six months. Although Tom Brady's probably thinking to himself, Oh, well this place is cursed. I can't go there. Every quarterback and their mother is hurt on the 49ers. Tom Brady ends his career 0-2 against Lamar Jackson. Now, if that's not a stat to hang your hat on, I don't know what is. Wouldn't it be funny if Lamar Jackson was then traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Hello. Hot take. Aaron Rodgers is now... who's uh, Is Aaron Rodgers the oldest quarterback in the league now? I'm not going to look it up. Let's just go with it. What else is trending on Twitter? That's the segment, Adam. I'm going to show more. Antonio Brown, who's constantly trending on Twitter. What did he do? Oh my God. Former NFL player Arian Foster admits NFL is rigged. Let's hear this. That was great. I don't know if you guys could hear that. That was awesome. Yeah, Aaron Foster basically said, you know, it's like WWF. Uh, you got to put on a show, but you know what's going to happen. He was also on a shitty Texans team, so he might have he might have just been brainwashed by that point. Every other good video on Twitter is someone getting punched in the face. Has anyone else noticed this? Like, even if you're not on a topic that has anything to do with it, so, like, you could type in, like, hmm, I wonder uh, who's talking about Jesus Christ. And you type it in, and someone would be getting punched in the face and then yelling Jesus Christ, and that would be the thread of the trend. I don't know, like, I don't know why people trend anymore. Like, usually something has to happen. And then they trend. But Antonio Brown is trending for, it seems like, no reason whatsoever. Okay, moving on. Another segment. I'm going to end it after this. Quick 20 minutes. Aaron Hernandez is trending. And in other news, we have entered a time machine and we are back in 2012. It wasn't that long ago, was it? 2013. I was not that far off. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) 
what they're saying is if uh, Arian Foster says that the NFL is rigged when he was playing in 2013, then Aaron Hernandez must have got the script for that year and been like, what the fuck? What do they want me to do? Oh, okay. I guess I'll go murder people. That's good. That's solid comedy. And this is why I stay on Twitter. Claypool. Why is Chase Claypool trending? Chase Claypool is going to go off this year. Mark my words, says EJ, who has uh, 600 followers. Well, that means it's true. Body cam footage released in Paul Pelosi. Yeah, that was a weird video. The cops uh, knocked on the door at Paul Pelosi's house and uh, he like answered the door holding hands with a guy with a hammer and they're like, What's going on here? Like, uh, and then he cracked him over the head with a hammer. It was, again, desensitized. I saw the video. I'm like, oh, okay. I just pro- I witnessed, you know, attempted murder, and I feel nothing. Biden uh, caught with classified documents a few weeks ago, by the way. Um, by the way, it also came out that Biden received $54 million in um and gifts from the Chinese, whatever the fuck that means. Gifts. I want to. I want to. I want. I want to get the Chinese and Secret Santa. How can you get fifty-four million dollars and nobody ask questions? All these guys are crooks. I don't want to, you know. Donald Trump's a crook. Joe Biden's a crook. DeSantis will wind up being a crook. Just, just, just go with it. Let's go back to Chase Claypool. I don't know why Paul Pelosi came up in the Chase Claypool trend. Okay, I'm almost convinced the trending means nothing. Like, why is he trending on a on a random Wednesday, February first? I feel like I don't know. Maybe I haven't refreshed my page. Weird. I'm going to go to explore. Nope. Same trending. Hmm. All right. Let's choose one more here and uh, and then end this. 5.1 billion is trending. Just the number. 5.1 billion. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene claimed that one school in Illinois received 5.1 billion to teach equity and diversity. That seems like far too much. can't possibly be true who is this person she's always trending on twitter i'm so out of the know (sighs) she's probably someone that is everyone hates she sounds like a nut an elementary school got 5.1 billion 
It's just simply not true. I don't even need to look it up. <laughs> Usually I'm the one preaching. Do your research. Uh, no way. No way. An elementary school in Illinois got $5.1 billion for equity and diversity. Illinois children aren't don't get five point one dollars for uh, education. So there you go. <laughs> if a school received five point one billion for equity training, the impact would be so large that even Marjorie Taylor Greene would be a little less racist. Interesting. Yo, they just slam dunked on Ma M. What, I'm not going to keep saying her full name. What are her initials? Let's let's turn her into MVS on the Chiefs. MTG. MTG sounds like something like uh, not good for you in Chinese food. It's got MTG in it, man. I can't eat it. It's got MTG in it, man. All right. I think this was a good cast off no preparation whatsoever. I hope you enjoyed the jokes in the beginning. I hope you enjoyed my rambling. And uh, I think Charles is going to join me uh, tomorrow for a Super Bowl preview. Donka Shane, Donka Donka Shane, have a great uh, rest of your week. Peace.